0: This episode is brought to you by Scout & Cellar. Scout & Cellar sources clean-crafted wine from all over the world. It's no secret that I like wine. And yes, as a certified nutrition coach, I teach people how to have wine, or the things they love, without derailing their goals. The issue that I've had with wine are all the added sugars, sulfates, toxins, and pesticides. Did you know that most mass-produced wines have as much sugar as a glazed donut? No wonder your goals are being plateaued. And while clean wine sounds great, not only do they have inconsistent standards, I just haven't found any I enjoyed, until now. There is not a wine I haven't tried from Scout & Seller's collection that isn't amazing. They curate wines from all over the world with incredibly high standards while keeping their prices really affordable. For a wine to be considered clean crafted by Scout and Seller, it goes through two rounds of independent lab testing to guarantee that it's free of yucky stuff like synthetic pesticides and chemical additives and it has fewer than 100 parts per million of total sulfites. You know what that means? No headaches. They also evaluate and review farming and production practices to confirm that they are, in fact, clean-crafted. And why do they do that? Because they hold themselves to a higher standard. Because they're committed to offering a more natural, altogether better-tasting wine experience. In fact, they say they're disrupting the wine movement. The best part? Super low carbs, low calories, and like I said, no wine headaches. So check out Scout & Seller's collections and their incredibly flexible wine club, Scout Circle. It's a club with no fees and free shipping. And you can pause or cancel a shipment at any time. So clean, crafted wines from Scout & Cellar is an easy, no-brainer, healthier swap with no feelings of being deprived. Check it out at www.disruptyournutrition.com slash wine. Well, hey there, Diet Disruptors. Carrie here, and it is starting off a new month June. I cannot believe it. And I have a really exciting series that we're going to bring to you all month long. And I have some people that are going to help me bring us through it. And so we're going to talk all month about eating clean. We've never done a series about this before. I don't know why. But as I was going through and planning out what we we're going to do, I was like, we got to do this. And so as we're talking about it, there's people in my life that I love to work with that have all sorts of expertise in these areas. And Jennifer Marks is one of those people. So everybody put in the comments. Hi, Jen. Hey, hey everybody. I have. <laughs> we have people kind of tuning in from all different places. We have, we're streaming live in our Facebook group, in our uh, Facebook page. Um, we're wow. up on YouTube, on IGTV, and this goes in our podcast. So Jen, you're going to be all over the place. Oh, um, well, hello. <laughs> but we are excited to have you because this week we are going to, we're going to dig into all sorts of things all month long, and we're going to kick it off this month talking about gluten. People talk about gluten all the time. And I was like, This is a big thing because there's some people I talk to that are like, oh, I don't really do gluten anyway. Or people are like, I cannot give up my gluten. And so Jen is an expert in living a gluten-free life. And so I thought there's nobody better to bring us to learning more about this and understanding why Um, It's important to understand. I always say when you know you can do, and people can make Mm -hmm. their own choices about what works for them. But, Jen, tell us a little bit about why you are gluten free. And I would love then for us to dig into what actually gluten is. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me.
1: Hi, everybody. Um, Yeah. So, um, I am a gluten free health coach because I have lived gluten free for over 11 years now. And all three of my children are gluten-free, two due to celiac disease, and one um, has gluten intolerance and other allergies as well. So before even finding out about my children, I I was your typical teenager with the belly pains here and there that didn't think much of it. College, I was actually rushed to the hospital a couple of times, bent over in terrible pain, um, which... Funny, not funny that, you know, here is a college girl. All the doctor wanted to say was, oh, you're pregnant. I'm like, no. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. Yeah, <Isn't> <laughs> interesting,
1: amazing? huh? It's like, oh, you're either drinking or you're pregnant. I'm like, hello, just because I'm in college, this is the category you're putting me in. Thank you, right? Um, so no, no answers. Um, later on, as just in my 20s and 30s, just a lot of low energy, not feeling well always telling the doctor, I think I'm eating something that doesn't agree with me, but I have no idea what it is, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, I know dairy always did stuff for me. You know, I always watched my dairy intake, but something else was going on. And then I was rushed to the hospital because I was having chest pains. And they're like, oh, maybe you're having a heart attack. No, you're totally healthy. Um, This is when you were in college? This, this was then when I was in my tw- late 20s, okay. early 30s, yeah. And then in um, then I was taken to the hospital again, um, just going up the stairs, carrying a basket of laundry and almost collapsed. I'm like, something is going on. What is wrong with me? Like all these weird things. And doctors are like, oh, food has nothing to do with it. I'm oh, like, dude, oh. Do you how many doctors and nurses no. we know? <laughs> it's not <laughs> the saddest thing you could be told, right? Mm-hmm. So- Fast forward, I am eating nuts a lot. I know they were bothering me, but I went, I was like having this intense, intense pain, like intense. And you know, as a mom, you're like, oh yeah, I'm in pain, but I'm gonna take my kids down the street. Oh, I'm gonna, yep. hold <laughs> in holding your side. Yep. And you still do everything because you know, you're the mom and you go through everything. And then I'm like, okay, wait, this pain is, some other things started happening. I had bleeding, I had all these other things. So I went to the hospital. They couldn't even read my CAT scan, the the whole scan that they did. And a month later, it was completely clear. I'm like, all right, what is going on here? I finally saw a doctor and he's like, I think that you are, you definitely have food allergies. Let's look into this. And he sent me to a dietitian, and she's like, you can't have gluten. And I'm like, what is gluten? <laughs> Just, you know, I mean, and I had every test. I did not test for celiac disease, but I am so i I am non-celiac gluten intolerant um but the doctor here at the celiac center said you are textbook celiac but you don't test for it and and that is like this message people have to hear because i've had so many people say i don't have celiac i didn't test for it but i'm sick as a dog it can still be gluten intolerance that is a real thing my friends and people poo-poo that to the side and think Oh, I can have a little gluten if I'm gluten intolerant, but no, 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 no. You, you treat that as seriously as
0: you would celiac disease where you take out everything, right? So Jen, it's so interesting because, you know, we have our four weeks to wellness lifestyle launch and a lot of people will say to me, I just don't think I can give up quote unquote all these things for 28 days. And I, and I and I love what you said about how you're a mom and you're on all this pain and you're dragging your kids around. I'm like, <laughs> we moms can do anything. <laughs> like, yeah, we give, yeah. Them yeah. Up. We give them up for 28 days. But what I like to say is that we need to reframe our thinking around it. It's not that we're giving anything up. It's that we're serving our bodies the way that like, God wants us to serve them for just 28 days. And we're just going to live a life that is like free from all this extra garbage. So that we can start to do our own diagnosis about how many of you are so tired, have like literally no energy, aren't sleeping well, have random weird things going on. And then we go and get tests and we can't figure it out, but it's like, we're throwing jello at the wall. If we could serve our bodies really well for just 28 days. And then we need to start, if we add stuff back in a little bit, you will pinpoint what the issue is. And for Absolutely. so many of our clients they have realized and didn't know that gluten is a massive trigger. Yeah. And I yeah. love that. That to me is the best way that you can serve your body. It's not giving anything up it's getting getting everything. Um, it's getting yeah. knowledge. So yeah. tell us what gluten is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone. Yeah. Oh, I gave up bread and pasta. I'm not eating gluten. Sorry, it's more than that, right? So gluten is a protein that if you listen to Dr. Tom O'Brien, he's a functional medicine doctor. He'll tell you that nobody can digest gluten. Nobody, right? Because our bodies, gluten and wheat, has changed so much over the years that it's not really the same thing we've eaten. A hundred, we. Ate it's not even
0: though. like the Wonder Bread that we had when we were kids. No, no, right? No, no. But not also, at all. there's a difference of gluten, the kind of way that we're making food here in the U.S. versus in Europe for example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have to recognize that. Okay. So keep going. I'm sorry. Absolutely. So,
1: so he says, nobody really can digest that. And my message is not to get everybody to live gluten free, but to find out exactly what you're doing, what works for your body and what doesn't. Right. Right. So, so gluten is wheat, rye and barley. Okay. So those are the three main gluten proteins that your body may or may not be able to digest. And it is, so you guys, in, in the comments, everything. hang on. In the comments, I want you to
0: write what are the three? Gluten, uh, wheat, barley, and rye. Write those down because you guys know I'm a teacher, right? And so when you write, you can really <laughs> <Me> learn. <too. laughs> okay? Wheat, barley, rye. Write those down in the comments. Wheat,
1: barley, rye. Okay, keep going wheat, barley, and rye, and some people put oats in that category. Um, Oats are very controversial in the in the gluten-free world because you really need to have certified gluten-free oats if you're going to eat oats at all. Um, Oats are naturally gluten-free, but how they are grown and how they are processed, you have a lot of cross-contamination. So people who have celiac disease or are gluten intolerant usually have a very hard time digesting oats, but I found that if we're using certified gluten-free oats, we do okay with that. Yeah, we say For the that, same so. thing.
0: Great, it's great. But
1: but the problem is, is that gluten, once you start learning gluten reading labels and learning the whole system, gluten isn't everything, right? And, and that's what freaks people out. Cause then they're like, Oh my gosh, there's nothing left to eat. Like that's the first thought.
0: And then the whole deprivation mode sets in. But people doing our four weeks to wellness, I want you to put a comment in if you feel like you were deprived, because in all reality, it's amazing how, how many options there are now that you, if you're just thoughtful, you, you never want to go back to some of the things that you were doing before.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's so awesome that you're doing this because I've run a cleanse with clients before and, and, and they're like, oh my gosh, how can I give all this up? And then they're like, oh my
0: gosh, I feel amazing. <laughs> right. Um, right. And, and, and We, it, we it, love certain pastas now. And there's no reason for me, in my mind, there is literally no reason why you have a pasta or spaghetti with gluten in it when there are so many options that are phenomenal. And literally my kids do not know the difference.
1: Yeah, no, no. I, anyone that comes to our house gets gluten-free pasta, whether it's brown rice pasta or cauliflower pasta or chickpea pasta. I serve it. No one's complaining.
0: They're no. saying, "Hey, this is that really bonza chickpea pasta is yeah. flipping good." So good, so yeah. good. All right, so let's keep going now. So we kind of know what gluten is. It's in a lot of things. Is it like when you when you're looking at ingredients? What are some things that you're looking for in ingredients to know that there's gluten in there, even though you think it shouldn't have gluten?
1: Yeah. So, so the labeling has come a long way. It still has quite a ways to go, but I like to tell my clients that, you know, especially at the beginning, you want to find that certified gluten-free label on there, because those are the companies that have your back on how they have processed the food, how they've manufactured everything. Um, and that it's a safe bet for you. Uh, 11 years ago, when I started this journey, I had to read every label and I used to carry along this around this long, long, long list of words that we can't even pronounce that mean gluten, right? Yeah. Um, You don't necessarily have to do that today if you're getting certified gluten-free products. So I try to teach people to stick to that instead of saying, oh, I don't see gluten in here. I don't see, you know, I don't see... um, Rye, for example. (laughs) Rye on the label. So it must be safe. But, you know, you can buy a wheat-free a wheat-free item—it's not necessarily. Does that—that that does not necessarily mean it's gluten-free.
0: Okay. Yeah, and you know when we look at labels, it's so interesting, and we learn this a lot in the four weeks to wellness. Is that just because it says gluten-free doesn't mean it's healthy, right? Oh no, not just at all. because it says no, no. dairy-free or soy-free or whatever. Yeah. Oh, no. We all know fat-free. My goodness, I hate that word. We're um, <laughs> all natural. I'm oh, um, sorry, that doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> Jen, do you want to know what I just learned? I was oh hanging God. out with Mark McDonald a couple of weeks ago in um, in uh, Florida, and there are a bunch of health pros. And we didn't; I, most of us did not know this. I don't know if you know this or not. But natural flavors—we've been talking a lot about natural mm-hmm. flavors. because there's yeah. so much garbage that can be in these natural flavors. But do you know yep. what one thing in most vanilla packaging that's natural flavors comes from beaver anus?
1: Ew! Did you know
0: that? <laughs> So I was like, ew. And so we start Googling it and like we're at breakfast all talking about it. And apparently it smells really good and they use it because vanilla is actually much more expensive than getting beaver anus, which is so random and awful. Wow. I know. So now it's like, I've been really careful to be like, what is the natural flavors that you're talking about here? Apparently it smells really good. But, um, isn't that crazy? and it's considered natural. So I think it's a really good example of how I, I love our community, and I think you have a really great community. Um, I love our free community and our membership group because these are the things that we're all digging into and that yeah. we can answer questions about. So make sure you're asking those kinds of questions. Um, yeah. That says enough. that was a total sidebar away from gluten, but I think it's still interesting. Can, can right? I
1: add another one? Yes, kind of like surprised me rosemary extract like you think oh rosemary that's good for you it's an herb um on i believe it was food matters um is who published this was a report on rosemary extract i can't even tell you where it comes from but if you go to the store now and you're reading your meat say you buy ground turkey and it says ground turkey rosemary extract that's another one of those all natural Flavings they're adding, flavorings that they're adding that we really don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But you look at it and say, oh, it has rosemary in it. You know, that's a that's an herb that's good for you yeah not so much right
0: that's why i want to do the series this month because this isn't about deprivation and jen is just no, such a great no. example of i mean she does cooking classes she does an amazing has an amazing group to help support gluten free mamas and it's not because like you can't have things she makes chocolate oh, cakes no. and cupcakes and all of that stuff <laughs> uh healthier, in a way, healthier that's healthier, healthier too because sugar <laughs> right because sugar and all of those things are all part Part of the equation. But what we want people to know is why what it is, why it's problematic. And the fact is, you if you don't, I, I talk about no-brainer swaps all the time. Mm-hmm. And if you can do some no-brainer swaps, we all know our four weeks to wellness is closed. It's not open until the fall. But why not start to do a few no-brainer swaps and see how it makes you feel? Yeah. Um, so let's think about like what are some of the um, the things that people might be feeling that could be connected to gluten that they just kind of check off as, well, I'm just like getting older and I'm a mom and I'm busy.
1: Oh yeah. I'm so busy. I'm just tired. Oh, it's just a bellyache. Oh, it's my sinuses. Yeah. So, really gluten the problem with gluten is that it causes so many different disruptions in people and everybody's different which is why it takes so long for doctors to really understand that this is what's bought this is yes this is what's and what's it's positive. why we do
0: 28 days eliminate those things that aren't serving you add them back in slowly you'll find out faster than you will in gonna the doctor's office.
1: you are going to know right away because yeah, yeah we do we do a two-week cleanse with my group and And they go back and they're like, oh, wow, I really noticed that gluten really disrupted my belly, or I had such a headache when I had that bread and I didn't ever realize this, but headaches, brain fog, being lethargic, lethargic, like just feeling run down, right? um, neuropathy, which
0: is the tingling of your hands and your feet. That's a, that's a sign of celiac disease. So you have to be careful of that. That's so okay. interesting. I've been doing a ton of research lately on um, the importance of our circulation system mm-hmm. being at its absolute best and nitric oxide and how that helps. But oh, what's wow. so interesting. Yeah. Like I'm doing all sorts of research and I'm getting really excited about sharing that. Um, when I wrap my head around it a little bit more, but mm-hmm. as we get older, circulation actually slows down. slows down, right? And then if we're adding things that actually cause some of that tingly, everything's related to our blood. That's why we talk about blood sugar stabilization, but Mm -hmm. all of this, everything pours through our blood, right? And so if our circulation isn't pumping as effectively and efficiently as possible, that's going to cause issues and gluten can be a trigger for some of that stuff. Oh, yeah. In addition to the fact that we're getting older and our circulation is slowing down anyway.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's funny because most people are like, Oh, I, I don't need to be off of gluten because I'm not eating and running to the bathroom because people often think that the biggest thing is that you eat and then you're stuck in the bathroom with diarrhea or gas and bloating and all of that. But really it's that neuropathy and it's brain fog and you can be just stuffed up and sinuses, right? I mean, some people get heart palpitations. I mean, it, it really depends on who you talk to on the, this, the signs and symptoms that they have rashes. I mean, there's just such a list of, of things that can happen from eating gluten and, and Carrie, you, you hit the nail on the head, take it out for 14, 28 days, whatever you're going to do. And then you, you don't eat a pizza on that 29th day. You don't want to do that, but you know, you bring it back slowly, like one slice of bread or half a slice of bread and just kind of, know how you're feeling and keep that food diary and watch that. And you just be shocked at what happens. Right. I mean, I yeah. kept food diaries for years and would tell the doctor, but when I eat this, I feel this. When I eat this, I feel this. And they're like, Oh, stop. You're stressing yourself out. Food is nothing. I'm like, we know food has everything to do. Yeah. So like,
0: food is do 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 or it? it's medicine and it's every, every, every yeah. way that, that it just matters so much. And I just want, all of us to be thinking, okay, like, how do I, like, when I ask women how long they've been quote unquote dieting, right? (laughs) It's 20, 30, 40 years. I mean, guys, taking 28 days to serve your body correctly to then learn what it is that you need and learn how to eat. Correct. When we talk about PFC, Mm -hmm. uh, that's so powerful. And when we talk about C for the PFC and carbs, we're not necessarily saying all carbs are gluten carbs are so good for us (laughs) and we can take out the gluten and still get really amazing carbs Mm -hmm. and we can be serving our body. And it's amazing how we can still serve our soul. My daughter made spaghetti and meatballs last night for dinner. She wanted to make them. It was completely clean, completely gluten-free dairy free everything. Mm -hmm. And She had friends over and they were like, this is so good. And Mm -hmm. we just have to give it a chance. So there's a mindset there around thinking that we're missing out on something. When in all reality, like you used to have to go to the grocery store with a list a mile long. We don't need to do that anymore. And we have communities that can help support us. So what are the mindsets that you often see for women when they're thinking about, and it's not even just gluten, just (laughs) changing a few things so that they can serve their body better yeah it's kind of amazing because
1: even if i think back on my journey and when i was studying to become a health coach and it was like okay We're going to take this out this week. And I kind of brought my family along on that ride, you know, and like, okay, so this week we're when I, with my baking, I grew up baking. So what do you put in baking? Two cups of sugar. Well, I'm like, okay, I don't want to do that anymore. So as I went through this journey, it's like, okay, I'm going to use one cup of sugar this month, right? And the next month it was half a cup of sugar. And the next month it's a quarter cup of sugar. So you just decrease things and you are not missing them. It's the same with soda. Right. I have clients that are like, I can't give up soda. I'm like, okay, so this week just take take half of what you usually drink and drink half of what you usually. Yes. One
0: percent progress.
1: Yes. Yes. I guess if you say, oh, no, go cold turkey tomorrow, that's not going to work. But if you take it, if you wean it off, kind of like you wean off your baby from from breastfeeding, you know, you go slowly, then you're not in pain. It's the same thing you do a little at a time and then your body's not missing it. But as you, not even taking out, but adding in, like you're adding in, I was a sugaraholic. I would have my candy in the afternoon and all this. I started eating red peppers and carrot sticks. And before you know it, guess what your brain and your body are telling you, Get, get that snack. And you know what you're gonna reach for? The peppers and the carrots, even when that candy bar is sitting over there. Yeah. Because your body and your brain are catching up and saying, this serves you better. Look at the energy you have. Look how much better you feel. You know, you're going to eat that sugar candy bar and you're going to be like, yeah, that was so good. And like,
0: oh, my belly hurts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, And it's not worth it, it, right? At the end of the day, it's not worth it. I always say nothing feels... Um, nothing tastes as good as healthy feels. And like when I, we've been doing volleyball tournaments, everybody knows we've been doing volleyball tournaments oh, yeah. weekend after weekend after weekend. <laughs> after weekend. And yeah. it's like, you know, you find yourself, we're always eating PFC and I'm bringing my food with me because it's mm-hmm. so simple and it's better than eating the garbage. Or sometimes there's literally nothing at some of these tournaments. Oh, yes, yes. But it's yeah, you're not, I'm not as on point as I, as I want to be, which is fine. There's no guilt or anything, but I crave a salad. Mm-hmm. Like Mm -hmm. it's amazing how I crave a salad. And what I love about eating PFC is that our physical sugar cravings go away because we're giving our body what it needs because we're not giving ourselves as much of the sugar and we're balancing our blood sugar. And that's huge. But there's a psychological craving for sugar, especially if we see it or trigger Mm -hmm. it. And Mm so A, not having those foods in the house, but B, starting to get yourself into a routine of wanting other things is totally possible yeah yeah and it's exciting isn't it it is
1: it is and 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 you know and 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 even going back to like the chocolate thing it's like the first thing I thought when I had to be gluten-free and give it all up I was like oh my god how will I live without chocolate and what I did was I found gluten-free dairy-free a healthier chocolate dark chocolate right And I can have one square of that and be totally satisfied. Satisfied, I don't have to eat the whole bag of M&Ms anymore. Yeah,
0: it's totally true. A lot of our clients, when they do the four weeks to wellness, we use, um, we have a meal replacement, like Aloha bars. They're a Mm -hmm. plant-based protein that's gluten-free, dairy-free, all of those things. It's so rich and chocolatey. There's Mm -hmm. also a mint chocolate. And it's so funny Mm -hmm. how everyone's just like. I can't believe how much I love this, (laughs) how much I, I I don't crave. So it's about finding those no brainer swaps, right? It's about, I think though, really understanding why you want to do this. If you just want to do it because you want to look good in a bikini and you think that that blow is causing you to have a belly and, that's not gonna sustain no. you because in no. the moment when no. you're not motivated anymore, you're gonna give up. But if your why is truly deeper and longer and bigger than just a number on a scale, then you are going to do what you need to do. My, my niece recently, she loves sugar. She loves all things that are just really not serving her body. But recently she's been on this whole desire to not eat meat because of animal cruelty. Okay. Okay. Now I'm not a vegetarian. I'm not a vegan. Yeah. But I can appreciate when people want to go down that route. Mm -hmm. And now Mm -hmm. she is, her mother has, my sister has been trying to get her to eat, you know, healthier for years and years. And now that she's got a purpose and a mission around it, the girl is like, give me some chickpeas. Like she's totally willing. And so her why is strong. And so you guys got to get into why do you even want to attempt? Yes this type of lifestyle, what is it that you're looking for? Because let me tell you, it's flipping amazing. And, you know, I don't actually have a lot of like massive reactions when I do gluten. I do with dairy, not as much with gluten. Mm -hmm. So I'll give myself a little bit of gluten here and there, but I also know if I, if the exception becomes the norm, I feel like garbage. I totally 100% agree with you that none of us are, are, um, are are totally capable of handling gluten on a regular basis. Yeah. And yeah. you gotta figure out other alternatives so that you can yeah. not feel deprived. Yeah. You know. And
1: and and like you said, there are so many swaps and now there are healthier swaps because yes, just saying, okay, I'm gonna go gluten-free and heading to the processed food aisle to find your gluten-free foods that that's not healthier my friends at all right, right so you want to go the whole foods but we do have healthier options like if you are if you are just stuck on corn chips and you have to have corn chips you're like oh i can't have those anymore some of them have gluten in them not all of them but get a cassava
0: chip right exactly. maybe coconut the oil Ciete, and, the siete chips siete chips those mean, are great they have taco shells Yes. That don't taste any different than regular taco shells.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you have healthier swaps to make. Yeah. And like the pasta, you know, you can choose it. A- chickpea pasta or brown rice pasta and that's going to be a
0: better option than your basic pasta so it's it's and think about um, your kids when you get them used to that that becomes their norm it is you guys all know it is so much harder to change after you've been doing something for 40 years start the process now help the kids understand now you are all mom fluencers i say this all the time know your value this isn't just about you but this is about your family absolutely you know Last week I did a, our live on how do we talk to our kids about food and our bodies? And I talk about the fact that all of our kids come with this imaginary box and our job as moms is we're filling that box with all the things, Mm -hmm. whether we know it or not, our thoughts and our beliefs turn into our actions, which fills their box too. And then eventually they're going to go and unpack that box with all the crap or good stuff that you put in it. And so why not start to put the good stuff in now and talk to them about this kind of stuff now so that they don't have to undo the stuff that's in their box.
1: And and Carrie, on top of that, and which I just witnessed, my daughter who went started college two years ago, when she was ready to go off on her own, she actually came back. She's like, thank you so much, mom. See? Because I, you know, at first she's like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I'm thinking, she's got the gluten-free thing down. What is she worrying about? She said, no, how am I going to keep being this healthy and making healthy choices where i know at college it's going to be about pizza and ice cream and junk food yeah. and but you know what she did she went to college she found her healthy places she taught her roommates how oh to eat healthier and this this past year with covid and everything they actually had a kitchen so they were cooking and her roommates were like oh my god i feel so
0: much better <laughs> Isn't because, that amazing? So then, when you become an like the influencer, no. they can become the influencer. Yeah. It's like Isn't that changing awesome? your family. Yeah tree. And yeah. I know, I know yeah. we've talked a lot about our own parents. We've been friends and, and kind of like the struggles that they go through. And we're <sighs> trying to undo that for our next generation. Yeah. That is so much better yeah. than leaving them an inheritance of any amount of money. How much do we try to like save our money or whatever it is so that kids yeah. can have a better life? No. This is how we give our kids no. a better life.
1: Leave them the gift of health and knowing how, knowing how to keep that health on their
0: own when they step out on their own. I love that all right we're gonna leave that there if you guys have questions (laughs) please post them in I'm gonna put we'll put Jen's um Facebook group in here as well. So you guys can go check out what it's like to be gluten-free mama. 11. She does like these great cooking things and, and tips and tricks, and she is just amazing to follow. So I cherish your friendship. I thank you for helping our diet disruptors to understand a little bit more about what we're doing, recognizing y'all when the four weeks to wellness opens, no excuses. It's a mindset of what you get to do for your body, Mm. not what you have to give up. Jen, you're the best. Thank no, you so much. Thank you. Thanks All for You guys say me. bye to Jen. Everybody bye, say thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> say you
1: thanks, like Jen. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. All right, <laughs> bye. bye.